Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. Not going to try and hide it. Not going to try and keep keep the suspense going for 10 minutes. I love this movie. Zack Snyder's Justice League is great. The entire four hours of this movie is something that is... Unlike anything I've ever seen in with a superhero film, it's so good. And I'm not just talking about the last hour of the movie. I'm literally talking about all four hours of the movie. It's divided up into six chapters plus an, an epilogue. And it's just so well done. You can watch this as a mini series if you want. Like, do like the first two, and then like three, four, and five, and then like six, and then the epilogue. Maybe. I, I don't know. It's just such a good... This movie is is cohesive now. It's cohesive storytelling at its best. And this is, once again, proof. When studios interfere with a director's vision, like in Watchmen or Batman v Superman, and especially in this movie, why studios sometimes are just greedy, money-grubbing people sometimes. You watch... The extended cut of Watchmen. And it's mine, or excuse me, the director's cut, I believe it is. Whichever one it is, I think it's the director's cut. that The three-hour version of Watchmen. It gives you these nuggets in there that are great. It gives you these... The, 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 this, this information that's so good. That's vital to these movies for character stuff, dialogue, things that happen in the film. Same thing with Batman v. v Batman v Superman. You get more explanation if you if you if you listen to my review of that, you'll understand that. You get an explanation of of stuff in that movie that weren't in. The theatrical cut that I just assumed was it. And then when I saw this Ultimate Edition, I was like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah. In this version of Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League, there are things in this movie within the first... 
half an hour, 45 minutes, hour that I watched this movie that I was like, why did you change that? Why did you take that out? Why did you put that joke in there instead of that joke? What the hell is going on? It just, it made me like put my hands to my head and just, just. What I just want to know is what in the bluest of blue hells were the execs at Warner Brothers in DC seeing from the dailies from this film? And what did Joss Whedon write in post-production when he did the, or before he did the reshoots that made them go, yes, yes, this is what we want. This is what we want. Because it's just, oh my God, it just, I was going to review, I was, I was going to review the theatrical cut before I watched this, this movie and I, I just didn't have the time. I'm never watching that version of the movie ever again. That theatrical cut. Much like the Batman v Superman or Ultimate Edition and the Watchmen the theatrical cut. I'm or the Batman v Superman theatrical version and the Watchmen the the theatrical cut. Never watching those again. Those three Zack Snyder films, the extended versions are the better versions. And particularly for me with BVS and this film, it's not even close. I, I, I enjoy, I'm not going to say I like it, because I can watch the theatrical cut of Justice League. It's a fun enough fluff piece that's entertaining for two, for two hours of just watching something fun. But... It's, it should have been so much better. And this is the movie that is that so much better. It's ridiculous to me. The stuff that they changed or was cut out entirely just to get that two-hour time limit. It just... It racks my brain. I was talking to a guy the, the other day. And on... on, on a Facebook group, and he was like, well, Josh, we know you had a two-hour time limit. I'm like, so what? The crap that he put in that movie, regardless of the time limit, was not as good as the stuff in this movie, regardless of the time limit. WB and DC executives mandated a two-hour movie and they gave us that fluff piece from 2017 that makes Cyborg and The Flash and somewhat Aquaman just like side characters and make Batman and Wonder Woman the main characters. And Superman comes in at the end and kicks ass and that was cool. But this movie, they actually feel like a team. You actually care about all of the members. You actually care about Flash and especially Cyborg. I'm not saying Cyborg's the main character of this film, but he is 
the one that gets by far the most depth, the most characterization, the most the most backstory. Ray Fisher's there's no there, there's no wonder why he was advocating for this movie for so long. Cyborg's story needed to be told. And the way they do it in this movie is masterful. The way Ray Fisher plays him is really good. In the 2017 movie, he's just kind of a background guy and just kind of there. <coughs> Excuse me. In this movie, he's just kind of better in every way. It's ridiculous. He gets backstory. He gets to have a character. He gets to have every little thing that was needed for his character to work in the 2017 movie. In this movie. Ezra Miller, who I thought was good in the... In, I, I, I thought both Ray Fisher as Cyborg and, and, and Ezra Miller as Flash were both good in, in the movie, but I was more impressed by Ezra Miller. No wonder I came out of this, this movie being more impressed by Ray Fisher, but that's not saying that Ezra Miller was bad because he's also way more fleshed out, way more of a... He, 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 he's not an imbecile. He's not crapped on. Like he is in the 2017 film. He's like, uh, I don't know what to do. I just kind of run, run around and save people. I don't know what to do during an alien attack. And then, Bat, and then Bat, Batman, it, the, the, this is in the theatrical version. And then Batman goes, save one person and then you'll, you'll know what to do. And he saves one person they know that he knows what to do. He saves the family, which not in this movie, thank God. He saves the family in the theatrical version. He pushed them out of the city limits. And then Superman comes in and saves an entire building. And Flash just just looks at it like, Oh, look at that. Oh, I can't do that. I'm just a dumb shit. You can run fast. In this movie, he's actually like an integral part of this movie. It, 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 like he's, he's important to the Justice League succeeding. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's great. He's not crapped on. He's an actual character. He's an actual part of the team. He's, like I said, integral in the characters or the heroes succeeding. Isn't that funny how that happens? It's like, it, 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 it's like in the Avengers movie. If at the end when they're fighting the Chitauri <laughs> and they said... Hey, Hulk, you need to become uh, Bruce Banner again because we, we need you to get into this hole and, and find something and, and find a toothpick. It, it just like, why are you having the Hulk go in this small space? He's the biggest member of the Avengers. What the hell are you dumb shits doing? Uh, it's just, God, it's just, oh, the fra fra. This, this, this movie, every step of the way, 
every second is better than any second of that 2017 movie. And the things that are in that in that 2017 theatrical version of the movie that were good in that movie are even better here. It is ridiculous. The jokes are better. Everything is better. It is ridiculous. I will never watch that 2017 theatrical cut ever again. Ever. This version of the movie is so much better in every way, shape, and form. Superman, even, is somehow better in this movie. I haven't even gotten to frickin' Steppenwolf. Let's get into him, shall we? Screw screw Superman. Not screw Superman, but let's put them aside, the league. Let's talk about the actual justice, or, or, or the, the villain of this film, Steppenwolf. Because, oh my god. In the... In the in the theatrical cut of the movie, he he just comes off as a guy who wants to dominate Earth, and he he's looking for this, these three boxes. In this movie, his storyline is something completely different. He's not just a dominating guy who knows where these boxes are and has to get them all. No, he is literally doing something for Darkseid. Something happened in the past that he fell out of favor with Darkseid and he's trying to get redemption. So he's doing this for Darkseid. The look is also better too. And, and I just... You take that out of the movie. You take his storyline out of the theatrical version of the movie. What... Are you doing Warner Brothers in DC? How could you check off that for Joss Whedon's version of the script? What are you doing? Imbeciles! Morons! It makes my head hurt. It rattles my brain and makes me just want to just... God... I just, I, I don't get it. What were you guys thinking in 2017? Were you getting high in the offices and smoking shit? Were you doing coke and just, yeah, let's change it. Let's change it all. Because we're dumb shits. We don't know what we're doing. Oh my god. There's no mustache for Henry Cavill. He doesn't have a mustache in this movie. Or at least he doesn't look like he his face is all screwed up. <laughs> his mouth doesn't look look like it's morphing into giant glob of goop. His face doesn't, at least. God. No mustache in this movie. It's amazing. Or, or no... It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's great watching that. No mustache. 
scene in the Joker face. He it, it, there's one scene in the theatrical version where he smiles at Lois, and he literally looks like Jack Nicholson's Joker when he has the flesh tone makeup on, and he and he, and he just has the smile, and it's super fucking creepy. Oh my god, it's so scary. It's the creepiest thing ever. It's like, oh my god, it's not the movie. Thank God. In, in this version of the movie. Thank God. Oh my God. Oh. What What? What else? The score. The music. Oh my God. The music in this movie. <laughs> so good. I'm, I'm not talking about the score. I'm talking about like... They do like... Not a spoiler. It's in the... It's in the trailers for this movie. When... When... when when Barry Allen the Flash saves Iris West from a car crash, they use a song in, in, in the movie, and it's really well done. I really, really liked it a lot. The score also by Junkie XL, or as, or as, he's, or as he's credited here, as Tom Holkenborg, which is an awesome name, by the way, both names, Junkie XL and Tom Holkenborg are both great names. The score here is great! It's fantastic! It's, 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 it's awesome! His, his, it's, his, his, I don't know what you would call it, his sound that he has for Wonder Woman is like a gladiator, like, ah, it's really awesome, I just completely, completely destroyed it, but it was awesome. I would have liked to hear a little bit more of the, the, of the, um, of the first Wonder Woman film from BVS. But I thought the, the lamentation, I guess is what you would call it, I guess, was awesome because it was great. It was like, it was like she's a goddess and it's, ah, you know, it's great. Um, as much as I did like the Superman theme from 1978 and the Batman theme from 1989 in the theatrical cut, I didn't miss it here. I, 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 I didn't miss it. Not going to lie. Didn't, didn't really miss it here. Um... I, I just thought, though, in every way, shape, and form, the, me, the music was better. Not, nothing against Danny Elfman, who did the score for the, for the, uh, for the 2017. Yeah. Much better. Much better. This movie is much better than anything from that 2017 version. It's a great movie. If you have HBO Max... Go watch it. It you it deserves it. Watch it like a miniseries. Watch the first two, next two, last two. I don't know, and then watch the um the epilogue. I don't know. How, however you want to do it, do it. But I want to talk before I leave. I want to talk about the the, the fifth and the and the sixth act and the epilogue really quickly. How dare you, DC and Warner Brothers? How dare you change that ending? You heathens of... Chapters 5 and 6 are amazing. They're great. The finale of the movie, the last like hour-ish of the movie, last 45 minutes, I'll say, of the, of the movie, are great. And then we get the epilogue. That is the most cool fracking thing ever. The ending to the movie is the coolest thing 
Restore and don't just restore it. Restore and continue the Snyderverse. Hashtag that shit. The last scene of this movie is awesome. The second to last scene of this movie is awesome. No spoilers. He's in the trailer. Jared Leto's Joker is awesome. They destroyed him in Suicide Squad. He is so much better in this movie. It is ridiculous. We actually get no spoilers. We actually get interaction between Batman and the Joker. Not going to say what they do, but oh my God, it is incredible. It is the coolest thing ever. It was awesome. It was awesome. This movie, this, this last act, the last like hour of this movie, including the epilogue, is amazing. It made my heart just... And I haven't even talked about Darkseid. He's barely in this movie. And he's the shit. He is awesome. When he is in this movie, it is awesome. He, it, it, it is some of the coolest things ever. He, he had an action sequence early-ish on in the film that... Might be my favorite action sequence of the entire film, but that last act in the in in the sixth chapter was badass too. But I don't know, man. That 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 stuff in the I think it's the second act is, is, is the second chapter is just oh my god, it was awesome. It was incredible. This whole movie was everything I wanted it to be, and it, 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 it exceeded my expectations. I love this movie. It might be my favorite DCEU film. I think it is. I, I love Man of Steel. I love BVS. I love Shazam. I love Wonder Woman. I really, 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 really like Aquaman. But man, I'd be lying to you guys if I didn't say I think this is my favorite DCEU film. I think it is. It's, it's, it's just everything I wanted this movie to be. Everything I wanted the 2017 theatrical cut to be. This movie is. I loved it. It's great. It's fantastic. That's all I got for you guys today. I've got 23 minutes now. Um, that's all I got for you guys. And I will see you guys next time. I'm going to be doing my Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 1 review. I'm also going to talk about the last couple episodes of WandaVision in that review to start it off. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye.